Everybody, drop your buffs. Drop your buffs. Everybody, drop your buffs. Drop your buffs. Everybody, drop your buffs. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a very special podcast of Drop Your Buffs, where we are recapping the strategy, social game, and stupidity of Survival Challenge South Africa, Battle of the Bush. Before we get to our interview today, I want to introduce my co-host, which you will notice a lack of Australian (laughs) accent. (laughs) Coming to us from the middle of nowhere, Texas, we have my friend, Stephen Stewart. Stephen, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm very excited to be here. Thank you. Yay! So um, the reason I asked Stephen to be here today is because he also followed along watching the Battle of the Bush, and he's also a big fan of Survival Challenge. So I asked him to join me today, and he was so excited to join us. Stephen, can you tell us more about yourself, like where you're from, what you do, all the things? So I'm 27 years old. I am born and raised in Los Angeles, but I'm currently in College Station, Texas, uh, pursuing my PhD in accounting. Wow. Uh, So so I will be there for a while. And right now I am in like Amarillo, (laughs) Texas, which is kind of middle of nowhere, Texas uh, for Thanksgiving. And fun fact about me, Dion and I actually share something in common. Um, We were both voted out by Hannah. So we both had that wonderful <laughs> opportunity for Hannah to write our names down and send us out of the game. The DM went a lot farther than I did. <laughs> yeah, so Stephen and I met playing Survival Challenge 2018 in Illinois. And I really wanted to work with him, but then I voted him out. So that's how we're uh, friends to this day. It, it just, and... it, the stars just did not align. <laughs> no, it didn't. And then um, after I got voted out of the I'm not like after the game was over i found out like all this like information that steven like didn't share with us about him being a phd student and how he played a live (laughs) game before and i'm like you know what i'm glad i got rid of him (laughs) (laughs) okay so now for the reason we are recording today last month we interviewed our friend jack about his experience during the Battle of the Bush in South Africa. And today we have an opportunity to talk to the winner of it all, Rudes. How's it going, Rudes? Hey, thank you for having me. This is exciting. (laughs) This is very exciting. Hey, Rudes, tell us more about yourself. Let's get into when and how you got into Survivor, or how about start with like, Tell us where you're from, what you do, how old you are, and then we'll dive into your story with Survivor. Okay, Um, I'm 29. I live in Cape Town. Um, Lucky me, yay. (laughs) And I own a co-working space with my husband. No Um, way, that's so cool. Yeah, it's, it's lots of fun. We get to meet so many different types of people. And next year I get to go study again. I'm going to do my MBA in Portugal. Oh, that's so, um, awesome. Yeah, I've got some great things ahead. Wow. Um, yeah, that's, all, that's me. Wow, Portugal? Is that what you said? Yeah, in Portugal. <laughs> that is so cool. So um, when and how did you get into Survivor in the first place? <laughs> oh, gosh. Are we talking Survivor or are we talking about Battle of the Boys? Because Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <laughs> Let's yeah, start from the well, so in South Africa we actually 
uh, get the seasons a few years later than when they air in okay. in the US. So I was probably about 12 or 13 when our first season aired and loved loved it from the moment I saw it. And like, I just remember from those years back when uh, like Rob and Amber were playing in All Stars, <laughs> people would go and post spoilers on the <gasps> traffic lights and um, what because obviously it aired traffic many lights? years before yeah. yeah so like they put a post up that says oh, you know, wow and the lens. <laughs> <laughs> no so, way. that is like the ultimate trolling <laughs> yeah pretty much so, so those are my earliest memories of survivor I loved the team aspect and the obstacle courses I just wanted to go and do all the obstacle courses mm -hmm. And um, when we got to about season 16, uh, fans were favorites. I started to love the strategy a lot more. Yes. Yeah, so I fell in love with Pav. When Russell Hans came around, I fell in love with him too. Um, <laughs> I feel the opposite. <laughs> I know, I know. A lot of people do. <laughs> and then I, I enjoy the, the more friendship, emotional story now than the strategy i love how that's how i feel about survivor my love for it evolved as i grew older like the last thing i fell in love with was the strategy game of it all what i loved was like yeah you said like the challenges the characters then the friendships and then like finally i was like but it's a game so that's what my evolution was as well and <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, yeah the battle of the bush yeah, do you want to um, get into, um, well, you know what, you Jack? That, yeah, go ahead, Stephen. You mentioned that the U.S. season started airing a little bit behind. Um, what season's airing right now in South Africa for the U.S.? Oh, my goodness. Um, well, I don't really keep up with that because I watch online. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I saw I, a post in, our, in the South Africa um, mm -hmm. Facebook group. Someone posted a video clip of millennials versus Gen X getting aired in South Africa. So that is just that so crazy to right. me. I feel like I would easily just be around like spoiling it for everyone. Like, oh yeah, Adam wins, it's fine. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is a little bit jumping ahead spoiler, but we were wondering because Wendell oh, yeah. played in your game. You're we like, did, like, did they all know Wendell? Because like his season hadn't aired yet in, in South Africa. Oh yeah. Yeah, we, we all watched online. That's like, it's one of those things. If you're a fan, you find a way. I gotcha. love it. So Jack mentioned in his interview with us, he briefly mentioned that you um, have played online Survivor before. Is that right? I have. Yes. Wow. I've so like, so you like, I would call that a super fan. Like, are you a Survivor super fan? <laughs> um, I used to think so, and then I met <laughs> a lot of super fans, <laughs> and I realized that <laughs> I don't. I don't know as much as them, um, but I, it feels a passion. I'm, I'm in it. I want to be a part of it in any way. So uh, yeah, I suppose I'm a super fan. You've played a live Survivor game. You, that, I think that makes you some sort of super fan. <laughs> yes, yeah, so let's, let's jump into that. How did you hear about Battle of the Bush? Uh, so I'm friends with one of the former South African cast members, Ashley Bryant. Okay. And 
she had been working with Bill to organize this whole the whole shindig mm-hmm. and she was going to be playing and recommended me to Bill because she knew that I love Survivor and yeah I kept harassing Bill <laughs> and finally he was like yes you can come <laughs> I love it uh Bill we played survival challenge with Bill who's the guy who puts this all together to benefit uh the Naledi Christian Academy, and we are like forever indebted to Bill for putting together this awesome um, event. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. <laughs> so wait, so you mentioned Ashley? Did did she not end up? Playing? She didn't. Oh. No. So she was actually she was originally part of the cast, but couldn't make it. Um, she was moving house at the time. So she, Shona, Shona took up her spot in the end. Wow. What could have been if that was switched? Ugh, crazy. I would have ended the same. Uh-huh. <laughs> so how long did you know between finding out you're playing the game to the, the actual game? Like how much time do you have to prepare? And like, did you do anything? Um, I didn't actually have a lot of time because getting a good answer out of Bill was quite difficult because I think he still didn't know how many fans. Mm-hmm. So I think I had about three weeks. And essentially wow. I said to Bill, I've booked my, my, my flights. I'm coming. Like, yeah. if I'm going to volunteer, that's fine. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, so I kind of, I guess, forced the hand a little bit. But... <laughs> Wow, so did you have any preparation during those weeks? Like you're planning to go, whether you played or not. Did you prepare anything? Did you did you end up messaging any of the people you knew who were playing? I know we've heard from Jack that there was a couple messages going going back and forth um, with people. The only person I spoke to was Eric. Mm-hmm. And I believe he messaged me first, um, you know, just to chat about how exciting it was. And um, yeah, that's that's the only pre-game talk I had. Interesting. For those who are listening, um, uh, who have not watched, that's who Roots ended up in final tribal with was Eric. Mm-hmm. Did you guys know each other before? No, I, oh. I met him the day. I knew no one. Okay, absolutely no one. Wow, which is which is a very big deal for you because many, many people who played already had pre-existing relationships, including the ones that were formed while they were traveling to South Africa. So you really came in like blank slate and that, as we can tell that you won, that ended up working in your favor probably. Yeah, I feel like if people knew me better, I might've come into it with more target on my back, but Mm -hmm. I got to, uh, I got to just be like float around in the background and you know, smile at the camera every now and then. That <laughs> <laughs> I was fine to play that that character because it worked with what I had. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's how I was talking with someone actually about uh, like your game and your winning game, and I was saying, you know, like you know, maybe she wasn't seen as like the dominant player, but she knew what cards she had so you knew what you were playing with and you played those cards exactly like you were supposed to play those cards so 
anyways, <laughs> you know, cut to like the to the end of the game and what I'm my thoughts. Spoiler: She wins. <laughs> um, so right now, I want to stop down real quick, and I just want to list the cast of who Roots was playing with, and um, I know we did this during Jack's podcast, just kind of outline how many people she's playing with um, because going into the game everybody knew who they were going to be playing with in the game so um so so i'm gonna like list everybody and roots let me know was there any like survivors that you had not seen their season or had you seen everybody's season including south africa and u.s um i'd actually hadn't seen a lot of the south african survivor seasons um i was in university when they were airing and didn't have TV, so yeah, um, and they so mm-hmm. they're quite difficult to get a hold of. Yeah, so those ones, I mean, like I have seen the one the the season that had Tom and Tony mm-hmm. and Ace. Had you seen that yes. one? Yes, yeah. I had. Great season and of Survivor. I, oh, it was fantastic, <laughs> <laughs> and I've seen a bit of the season before because that's the one my friend Ashley was on, so I could yeah uh, could get a hold so, of those. So the other uh, South Africa survivors were Amanda, Shona, um, Tejan, and Nichelle. Did I say those right? Yeah. Yes. Nailed it. Okay. <laughs> and then um, the South Africa fans were you, Roots, Eric, Deneo, Hilgard, and Marsha. But Marsha was a fan, right? No, Marsha was on on a season. I don't know. Oh, she was on season five on Ashley season. Okay, sorry, Marsha, I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're also missing Ace. Oh yeah, well he's. I don't know if you listed the survivor. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We listed him. He's yeah. not from Philippines. Yeah, Tom. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. There I we go. Never, that makes sense. Ever forget Ace. Ace will always be in my memory. I love him so much. Idol makes me so happy in this day. I know. So then we have the. Now we have the U.S. survivors. We had Wendell, Bryce, Ramona, Desi, Jimmy T, Tina, and Dr. Jill. And then the U.S. fans, we had Jack, Steve, Sam, Victoria, and Liza. I think you got everyone. All right. I counted up and I had 24. I just had Marsha in the wrong spot because Mm -hmm. she was voted out first. We didn't really get to see much of her. So, you know. (laughs) I have a question. So knowing that you're going into this game where there's a 12 U.S. players, 12 South African players, a mixture of fans versus former Survivor players, did you come with sort of an idea or strategy of how you wanted to navigate that? Um, no, not really. Um, <laughs> Can't blame you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I figured I would just take things as it came. Like, I watched a bit of the the survivor challenge um i think the main one and just to get like the structure of the event and when i mm-hmm. learned that first photos only really happened on day three i was mm-hmm. i calmed down a bit and i was like okay <laughs> i have at least two days to get to know people i'll get to mm-hmm. compete in challenges and um yeah it was more just like I came in with a knee injury, so I knew I couldn't be a physical player. And uh, so I guess the only thing I really thought about was how am I going to contribute and like not let my team lose challenges. 
did you tell people that your knee was injured or is that something you kind of kept on the down low? Uh, after the catastrophic first challenge, I kind of <laughs> needed to. Okay. Um, yeah, <laughs> I didn't tell everybody. I kind of, uh, you know, like, hey, you know, just thought I'd let you know to one or two people during a conversation. So built a little bit of trust. Oh, well, that was awesome using that to your advantage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, you try to use yeah. everything you can. Were there any um, any particular survivors you were looking forward to playing with? Or um, were you, I really like how your perspective was like, I know what I'm able to do and I'm going to just go in and play my best um, without a particular plan. But was there any survivors you were looking forward to? Uh, I was really looking forward to playing with Tony. Yes, I love her. She's uh, a great, she's a firecracker. And I, I thought we could cause some trouble together. <laughs> was there any other survivors that you were looking forward to? Like Tony, she is just so fun. I, I would just be scared of like what might yeah what might she want to do that would not be according mm -hmm. to my plans i'd be like i don't want to be with someone spontaneous <laughs> yeah that's i like it when it's all uh when i can predict what someone's gonna do so <laughs> um but yeah she i don't know she just has such a great uh pull to her that you don't kind of when you see her on your tv you just want to know her mm -hmm. um and then like i'm not gonna call out any one of the u.s cast i've seen them all i love them mm -hmm. all play like, mm -hmm. i i want i just want to meet my first survivor i know is that so fun and like what a what a crew you got to meet like when the cast came out i was like um can i drop everything in my life and just fly to <laughs> south africa to be a part of this like oh i wish yeah. it was during the summer when i didn't have work because i'm a teacher Ugh. okay <laughs> so let's go ahead and let's jump into the game but before we start talking about the whole game, I want to stop for a moment and give a special thanks and a shout out to each person who provided pictures, videos, recaps of the game while it was happening. I want to especially thank Bill for, you know, putting it all together and keeping the Facebook group updated. Uh, Peggy and Bob Crowley were great. Peter Tarantino for the awesome videos. I loved his commentary during them. He was so great. Um, Rudes, our special guest, she made a document outlining the whole game with each video linked so you could um, follow along and watch all the videos because it's kind of hard to track down in the Facebook group. And then um, Matthew McCarthy made a document outlining like who won each challenge and who got voted out. And so Stephen and I use those documents to make our own outline for this interview. So thank you, thank you, thank you, everyone. All right, here we go, guys. It's day one, Roots. You check into the game, you get your, your bag checked to make sure you didn't bring in any matches or bring in anything else that would be cheating. Um, when we start, um, we see John Vitea, our amazing host, our Jeff Probst, he is so good at what he does. Every time I watch a video, I'm like, John is just, he, he's forever my Jeff Probst. <laughs> <laughs> um, did, um, you come into the game and you are told to go find your name at one of three tables. 
So obviously, John, in his maniacal mind, he is wanting you to think that you're split into three tribes. And then you open your um, your little package with your name on it, and you find out that you're split into two tribes, U.S. versus South Africa. Is that what you expected? Were you surprised? What were you thinking at that point? Yeah, so we, well, I originally thought that it would be South Africa versus U.S., mm-hmm. and I didn't know how that would work out for me, but when I saw the that we were separated differently, I actually really liked the tribes that I was. I thought I was going to be a part of. Mm-hmm. Um, we had Wendell, so we knew I knew win some challenges, <laughs> and I had Eric, who I'd just driven you know three hours with, and. Oh, I didn't Dan. know that. You, tro- you drove yeah, three hours so- with Eric to the event? Yes, yeah. So I fetched him from the airport, and his flight was delayed. And we drove, and there was traffic, and there were at least three accidents, of which oh my one gosh. happened like five seconds before we got there. So we, we actually stopped and helped the guy out of his car. What? Wow. We had like a whole bonding session. He was fine. Uh-huh. Um, the paramedics were really quick, so we got back into our car. When you had your own challenge to get to the challenge, <laughs> yes, yes. So we we arrived five minutes to three, and sign in was at three o'clock. Wow! So I was very happy to have Eric on my my tribe. Didn't know yes. that we weren't tribes. <laughs> and then, and I saw Sam was on our tribe as well, and I was like, cool, you know. Like, we look like we're not going to be the best at the challenges. So maybe she'll go before me. So <laughs> I do it. think it's interesting that the three of it's us. practical. Uh, yeah, no, of course. <laughs> but the three of us ended up at the end together. At the final three. Wow. Yeah, we could have started together too. <laughs> yep. And then you open your buff and then you're like, oh, wait, I'm not with Wendell and Sam. Okay. <laughs> See you later. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so the challenge that John tells you about is that you're going to go across um, a pond and you're going to go get a reward and come back to your table. So you told us that you had a knee injury and that this challenge went awful for you, which I didn't catch. So tell us what happened and what was going on. So, you know, we get told to go and, you know, you're all excited, the adrenaline's going and Mm -hmm. And I'm, you know, high-stepping it through this water. And then about halfway through the water, I realized, you know, I actually shouldn't be doing this um, <laughs> because I'm not going through another 18 months of rehab just so that oh, I no. you know, can get through some water. So I slow it down. And, like, thankfully, Tom's trying to swim next to me. So we I get love that part so much. I will never stop talking about how much I love Tom just diving head first and he's going to swim, but everybody's passing him. It was so good. <laughs> um, yeah, so I get to the other side and all of the stuff in the front has been taken. So okay. I have to go deeper in and, um, you know, I just see this, this glass bottle and I was like, is that like litter or is that part of the game? <laughs> so I actually asked somebody, I'm like, is this part of it? You know, wasting a whole lot of time. And yes, the bottle's part of it. So I pick it up and I run. And I enter the water. You know, there's still a few people behind me. And I'm trying to high step it carefully so I don't injure myself again. And um, there's still a few people behind me. It's going okay. 
Um, but the US team is almost finished. So I try to like go a little bit faster and next thing, bam, face plant. On no. the rocks. <laughs> On the rocks. <laughs> so I actually ended up breaking my bottle open. Oh my gosh. And, yeah. did, did you cut your hand or were you okay? No, thankfully it just the top came off. Okay. So it had a little note in it and so Tony grabs the bottle from my hand and you know, <laughs> grabs the the note out and sticks it in my shorts because he's like, Oh, this is an advantage, you know. Can't let people see that you you had an advantage. And then uh, She's the best. Yeah, she, <laughs> she really is. But then there was that moment where, you know, John's like, Where's the where is the piece of paper? And I'm like taking it out of my pocket and having oh, it no. back oh, <laughs> I no. wasn't supposed to have it. Because it wasn't supposed to happen. Wow. So did you see, get to read it at all before he took it back? No, I didn't. Okay. I was, you know, waiting to not be in front. Yeah. Waiting not to be in front of people. Yeah. So uh, that's too bad that you didn't get to get a little heads up about what that was. Wow. That is so cool. Were you hurt at all from that? Like, did anything? Or, or I your pride? Scraped some skin. Yeah. The pride was worth worth. <laughs> We've all been in those moments before. Okay, so you guys, um, you have your rewards, you split up, you head to camp. And that was the last thing of the day, of day one, is that you guys split up and you head to your camps. Is there anything eventful that happens, like big things? Or, you know, do you want to share with us, like, who you were connecting with and and what was going down day one on your tribe? So we had two tops as our tribe Ooh, nice. and it was late afternoon. So we thought we would put, you know, one floor, one top to sit on and we put the other one up as shade. Okay. We were, we were quite divided as to whether this was worth, worth the time or not. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I was, I was definitely in the, you know, can't we just sit on both tops? <laughs> Uh, that camp but okay. you know people are standing there wave, waving tops around so you know I'm holding on to the end of a rope you know trying to look busy um <laughs> and yeah it's just watching really who who's doing what and um I've mentioned the top because the top is really um what destroyed the first night of sleep for everyone really, really? So we didn't take the top down before we went to sleep. So we all squeezed onto the 12 of us, squeezed onto maybe oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> onto this little top um, that could fit 10 people sleeping side by side. And Ace and I were sleeping at everyone's feet. And Aww. the top. <laughs> I don't, you know, it's one of those things you're like, oh no, like it's I'll okay. take one for the team. It's not no yeah. problem. And, you know, we're both really short, so it made, it made a lot of sense. <laughs> um, but as the temperature started to, to drop, we, uh, neither one of us could sleep because we didn't have everyone's Anyone. warmth around us. Okay. And the top was billowing in the wind and it was just getting louder and louder. Oh, so, I can imagine. Yeah. So you take this top and it'd be like, you would hear it go quiet and the next thing would just be like this bang like oh my goodness 
working out again. And so eventually, like, we had a little boat in the middle of the night to take the top down. Mm-hmm. And uh, finally, Ace and I had a place to sleep. And that's where we, we, we became um, allies, is because we both had these tiny little blankets, and that was... <laughs> Our only warmth for the night so we're trying to like cuddle like he's married i'm married it doesn't matter it's just- <laughs> it doesn't matter it's survivor roots i have been there before steven has been there before we survived a- you know we've been there we understand <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like that's where we've formed um a bit of a bond and that comes into play later in the game so that top was important in my in my game <laughs> I love it. And <laughs> um, so the rest of the tribe, um, so for the rest of the tribe, I I was pretty much meeting everyone for the um, but you can very quickly tell who's who's interested in working with you and who's not. Mm-hmm. And these existing survivors, the previous survivors, have didn't have me in their plans at all. Mm-hmm. And the fourth band, we kind of like grouped together and would tell each other what the different survivors were telling us. So oh, we interesting. had a fan alliance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and we had no idea that Daenerys had gotten the idol. I think it was at our camp. Um, oh, wow. So that I guess that fan alliance wasn't that great. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was, I think it was fun. Um, and then, um, yeah, then eventually Tony and Shona spoke. Yes, yeah. So they used the idea that no, like only men had been winning Survivor South Africa for the past few years. So mm-hmm. we needed a woman to win. So I was like, oh, yeah. Love it. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the, despite the girls' alliance, I think the the idea was to vote out Daenerys first, or at least that's what they told me. So that's, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love how like they're like, all right, a girl's going to win this game. But first, let's get rid of Daenerys. <laughs> yeah, so I, I was a little bit like, oh, okay, well, I don't think this is going to go through to the end. But <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we, um, I, we got on really well with Tejan. And um, the one person that I actually felt the most distant from was Marsha. Okay. She, uh, I, I don't think I was on her radar mm-hmm. at all. Like we had like a, a quick chat, but I mean, you have an hour of sunlight and then, and then everyone goes to sleep. So yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. you do what you can in that hour. Yeah. Um, that is very interesting. I, I really like that idea of the fans sharing what the survivors were telling them. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was useful because um, no one was really talking strategy to me, but they were talking to Eric and they were to, talking to Hilhart because they obviously would be useful in challenges and therefore last a lot longer. Mm-hmm. Oh, boo, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> yeah. So the following day, you end up doing a day of just reward challenges. And you even you even start by going to the Nalidia school. Do you want to talk about the experience and the reward challenges overall? Because your team, your South African team, ends up winning at the end of the day. I don't know if you call what happened to win, but... <laughs> <laughs> 
but we'll take it. I'm, I'm still all very happy to be called winners. Um, no, the entire school experience was amazing. Uh, Jack did comment on it a bit, so mm-hmm. I won't repeat everything he said, but it was it was just such a happy day. The kids were so excited. We were so excited. Um, so many people were crying just because it was such a an emotional Aww. day. Mm-hmm. Um, like the kids would recite Bible verses because um, it's Naledi Christian Academy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I look across the hall and I see Ramona and Desi uh, cite, reciting the verses with them. And um, it was just like, it was an amazing, amazingly human moment getting mm-hmm. to go to the school, see what we all have been playing for will be playing for and Mm -hmm. um yeah and then the kids got to join in some of the games with us and that was lots of fun um yeah so so I had a question Uh, I had a question um that I that I didn't ask Jack at all but like when I was thinking about this interview I was like I thought of like so during this day you know it kind of feels like the game is on pause because you're Mm -hmm. doing this really cool experience but my question is was the game totally on pause? Was there stuff going on? Oh, Were you guys no. <laughs> stealing moments and, and chatting? Strategy? I don't think I don't think there was a lot of chatting about, you know, you know, if we go to tribal council, who's gonna get voted out? Mm-hmm. But there was quite a lot of chat about what the bottles meant. Um, okay. So there were three the bottles. One that you had picked up. We, mm-hmm. Exactly. We figured that it would be um dividing into three tribes and you'll get at least one one pick so I've had chat, a talk with Tej and I said you know if I get to pick a South African first I'm going to choose you and um, I spoke to Tony and he told me who I should choose and I was like you know if I if I get a chance I'm going to choose Tej and I told him all my reasons why and mm-hmm. and it was, so that's the only like actual strategy talk that was happening so people are eyeing each other out, you know, you see yeah. who's, who's comfortable around who. And um, like Wendell and Bryce came out and they were like, we're not going to be best friends. And they're so best friends. They can't <laughs> interact with each other and, and like it'd be a secret. It's, it's very, very obvious. And you, you, know, you see who's, who, who goes to who to say, oh, look at this kid. And it's all in a social environment, but it's, shows who people are going to vote with, who people are going to align with. I love it. So you were observing who was interacting and who was kind of sticking together. And that is very cool. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. That's really cool. Yeah. And I'm definitely not the only one. Um, you know, it was quite remarkable how, how, I know I mentioned Wendell a lot. We're going to talk about Wendell a lot, but mm-hmm. right. Wendell, during the challenges, you know, may you could see that he's chatting to every single person, not only on the American side, but on the South African side, you know, mm-hmm. come in after, you know, we're all huddled around as a tribe and he'd be like, Hey guys, that was a great challenge. And, you know, just strike up a conversation. And um, yeah, yeah, he has a lot of teach if you are willing to, to watch what he does in terms mm-hmm. of his social play. And uh, that was great. It was, great to see him in action 
for anyone listening who may want to play Battle of the Bush one day or uh, may want to play a survival challenge, I want to take a moment to say, like, part of the um, the strategy of survival challenge is you need to make relationships as quick as you can and make those bonds on the other side because the game is going to move so fast. So the fact that Wendell is talking to everybody during this moment is great strategy because he's he's trying to get that bond made real quick because it might pay off in the long run. When me and Steven played, our two tribes made a really quick alliance between our two tribes because there was it was a four tribe game at the beginning and our two tribes made an alliance based on that we shared a porta potty and we called it the porta potty alliance and like literally <laughs> that ended up paying off immensely so so like guys when you're playing these like five day survivor games anything anything is on the table just exactly. just do whatever you can <laughs> you know south africa ends up winning um but you said like it wasn't super win because us won the most challenges but you guys end up winning by one point um, but, win. yeah wins <laughs> win. and it seems like everybody gets to go eat a meal together so um anything you want to mention about that before we move on um i just think so i know jack mentioned about that day you know it's just a fun day for him but for me it was quite important because i messed up the first challenge I hadn't met anyone really before. Well, I hadn't met anyone before. Mm -hmm. So I had to show that I was an asset in some way. Mm -hmm. So at the South African beach, we did speak about what we're good at. And there was no way I'd be like, I'm good at running through water. I couldn't say that anymore. <laughs> so I went with, you know, I'm great at puzzles. And we had the Tower Panoi puzzle. So that one where you have different size, um, mm -hmm like tires or mm -hmm. size in our case and you have to arrange them from largest at the bottom smallest at the top and then move move it without putting a large tire on a small tire mm -hmm. and i love that puzzle like i'm i'm really good at that puzzle i couldn't sleep the night before so i thought about that puzzle it's <laughs> no you didn't oh my gosh <laughs> that was perfect then yeah it was so i'm standing in front of my tribe you know like face plant one day and the next day I'm like, you put it there, you put it there, you put it there. And it was it was so great to be bossy and to be mm -hmm. listened to. But it was also kind of like a, you know, I said I'm good at puzzles and then I proved it. And from that moment I had the I received the confidence for the rest of the game and a bit of approval. Like before that Marsha and I'd rarely spoken and after that, you know, she gave me the biggest hug. And, you know, going to play this game together so it was it was kind of like it was my my sweet 16 that came out to the world I love <laughs> <it>. that, <laughs> that is awesome you know that's one of those things where you don't want to put a target on your back but you're also like making a name for yourself here we go like I can I'm a, a valid part of this tribe yes that was good all right and then once Speaking of you being a, the star of the show, when we get back to camp, you find out that the tribe swap is happening, right? It's when you get, or yes. no, or is it while you're still at the school? No, it's when we get back to, back to the venue. Yes. You knew you were one of the captains that were going to have to pick people. Who were the other two captains? It was, um, 
believe it was Liza and Victoria. Okay. All right. So we've got two U.S. fans and one South Africa fan. And um, you uh, shared that you told um, Tejan that you were going to pick him first. Is that, that's not who you ended up picking though, nope. is it? No. So I was only allowed to pick an American first. So you had to choose the, the real words. You have to pick someone from another country. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I picked third. So, well, I guess Liza and Victoria had to pick South Africans. Oh, yeah. By the time it was my turn, you know, I got I got first pick of an American. So mm-hmm. I got really lucky that way because got, you know, the the champion of Wendell. Persian <laughs> um, was picked, like, before Wendell was even picked. So by the time I got to choose a South African, or well, we got to choose a South African, Persian mm-hmm. was done. So... Yeah, then we just followed the natural course, choosing strong people, Tom, mm-hmm. then Ramona. Um, and then, uh, yeah, coming in with a bit of strategy of how to get a few more South Africans on the tribe than what, then there would be Americans. Um, so it actually came from Wendell. So let me explain the situation a bit better. Okay. I've just chosen Ramona. Okay. And on our next choice, could have could have been a South African female survivor, um, or a male fan. Okay, that's those were our two choices, and so Shona was the last South African female. Okay, there at the moment, so we decided to go to the fans to make sure that we got somebody who was athletic who would do well in challenges and then, you know, pick up Shona on the way back because no one would also be able to pick her up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I don't know if it was very subtle or not, but I was like, hey, let's choose Eric. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so we, at that point, by choosing Eric, we, uh, we got the majority of South Africans on that new tribe because as the third picking tribe, we automatically got Amanda, who showed up late. Oh, yeah. I don't know mm-hmm. if I'm making sense. <laughs> no, yeah, you yeah. are. making sense. Yeah, okay, okay. So, yeah, um, there was quite a bit of strategy in, in getting Eric onto the same tribe mm-hmm. as me, but also keeping our majority. And um, then Sam rounded it off at the end of the picking. Wow. And this is what you mentioned during your final tribal council speech. You mentioned this pivotal point in the game where you, you know, you were, uh, you were the captain, you were the one helping pick these people and it really worked out to your, um, in your favor. Uh, Steven has a great question about like this group and, and what happened that night. So Steven, do you want to talk about your question? Well, okay. I actually have two questions. So, you have both Tom and Wendell on the same tribe. Are do you have any stories mm-hmm. about them interacting with each other? I just have to ask. <laughs> yes. So we have these two winners from two countries together at last. Oh man. <laughs> um, yeah, they they were immediately like best friends. 
uh, I think it was the uh, the shared experience of winning. Um, and I can't really remember any any like personal moments, but they would they'd go off and like you know I assume talk about their wins or something because <laughs> they uh, they would come back all like cheery and like. Um, looking quite proud of themselves. <laughs> I love it. But uh, I, I got a feeling that, you know, out of respect for each other, they wouldn't vote against each other, mm-hmm. at least not in the initial stages of the game. And um, that definitely comes into play in that tribe. It, it removed Wendell as a possible target or even to pretend he's the target in case there's idols involved um so yeah like they they're cracking jokes and um but i must say at this point the americans were very very jet lagged mm-hmm. and uh oh i think wendell especially was feeling it um because as soon as the uh the sun went down, he was out and he was out all night. Like Wow. Yeah, so we didn't really actually get a lot from him in that first day. Mm-hmm. In terms of like chatting to people, you know, he slept. Um Ramona wasn't very chatty either. Um yeah, so it was more just Tom talking, making jokes. And then Amanda joined us and um to so Amanda's an amazing player and you see this immediately when she joined our tribe Ooh. like you know 48 hours into the game and she was completely center attention that night she had games for us to play questions to ask and yeah she was she was uh, she's what I remember of the first night wow Sorry, of that so, together. Yeah. This tribe ends up being like the tribe that defines the game, right? Because out of this tribe, the seven of you are going to form the Magnificent Seven, and that's going to like be the defining storyline, especially when we come to merge. You this probably hasn't come together at this point in time at this first night, but what? when did the Magnificent Seven happen, and how did that come about? So the Magnificent Seven happened the moment Tom quit. Well, the moment he steps aside for Sam. Mm-hmm. Um, at that point, it was still South Africa versus US, but him stepping out, uh, well, at least in our tribe, him stepping out just said, it doesn't really matter. Uh, there are so few South Africans left in the game now. Uh, it's open, open door. And like he left with a little speed, as Tom does. And we uh, oh, we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, we all we all sat waiting for the next challenge, and we're like, we must do what Tom said we must do, and we must stick together, <laughs> and just get down to the end so she can win. It's um, yeah. So and then we discussed what we would tell the other tribes about Tom's departure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I think we'll get to that when we uh get to the actual voting out section of the game okay i love it's like the origin story of the magnificent seven they didn't know what they had but it was it was starting <laughs> yeah and it's thanks to tom tom did that 
Oh, and I'm sure he's he's fine with knowing it was all thanks to him and his <laughs> sacrifice for the team. I cannot wait to talk about that tribal. So let's go into day three. Um, oh, well, you know, we we totally glazed over that there was a fire challenge. There was a fire making challenge with your new tribe. You guys win. That was a nail biter. Um, I remember watching that one live when it happened. So that was that was a great challenge. Um, you guys won. Um, the next morning, a, another the tribe that lost goes to um, tribal. Marsha is voted out. You already said that you didn't really have um, a connection with her, so that works out in your favor that you didn't. It wasn't someone you had like really made a bond with. Mm -hmm. um, then we go to the tension in the air challenge. Me and Steven have uh, played this challenge before. I like this challenge a lot. Yeah, you, you're holding the string. Everybody's holding a string as you're uh, stacking blocks in the middle of um, everybody holding a rope. And um, this is one of those great challenges that just brings emotions and stress into uh, the teamwork. So how did this, uh, challenge work with your tribe. Anything of uh, importance? Any drama happen? No, we were incredibly well organized. It's like we Love finished it. way before everyone else. Um, so we were in height order with the so Tom was our anchor, uh -huh. and he had two strings, so he didn't okay. have to do the block. And okay. then we figured short people go first, okay. and then tall people go at the end. So that there's less of a stretch. Um, oh, I like that. Because obviously they tower higher. Mm -hmm. And the biggest thing that helps us is that, you know, everyone else has tension, holds tension. If it's your turn, you let go of tension. You don't, like, so you're not, like, trying to balance yeah. things while you're walking. Yeah. You're just making mm -hmm. sure your rope doesn't hit the floor. You put your block down. You get back. Take tension up. And then the next person goes and it, yeah, it went perfectly for us. Uh, this is a good spot for my next question. Now, I don't want to give Wendell all the credit, but from watching the challenges, it really, you know, he's a challenge beast. It feels like, did he mostly take the role of strategy for each challenge and kind of delegating stuff and strategizing for challenges? Um, we just saw him in that hero role a lot. And a lot of the challenges, um, is that what you also see with Wendell throughout the challenges? Was he like kind of your guys's um, leader for these? Yeah, I, I definitely say he is our leader, but he was incredibly good about not, not dictating what we did. Yeah. So at, at some stage, I think at, in, within all the tribe challenges, um, we used at least one person's strategy in each challenge. It wasn't mm -hmm. always like Wendell's strategy, okay. but um, he was just really, really good at implementing it. He has a loud voice. Um, he's very adaptable. So uh, naturally, you know, when he's, we're in the middle of the challenge, he says, no, we have to change it. Mm -hmm. it's, it it's natural to just go, okay, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, it works. Yeah, he was yeah. our leader. Like you can't can't deny that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's 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 very insightful. Um, Tejan gets voted out of his tribe at their tribal council, out of the green tribe. What are your thoughts yeah. when you realize that? So this is the moment I stopped 
wanting to work with Tony because she knew what? that I wanted to work with Tez. Oh, interesting. And um, she was the only person who knew I wanted to work with him. And it was 4-4 in terms of uh, South Africans and mm -hmm. U.S. On that tribe that went to tribal? On that tribe, yes. That's mm -hmm. right. So, you know, initial thought is, oh, you know, something just went wrong. Maybe an idol was played. But then you just hear like trickles of rumor through the challenges that <laughs> only South Africans got votes. And in that moment, I realized that Tony had voted out my ally mm -hmm. or who I wanted to work with. And I didn't have a lot of people there. So it, it hurts a little bit in terms of, uh, you know, my read on her, the pride thing again. But I was happy to get rid of the uh, Girls Alliance at that, that point. Wow. Oh, I'm sorry. Wow. Those tribals in the beginning, um, it became very clear that on the Green Tribe that Tony was in a very, very strong power position. Mm -hmm. And we, they, they come out of tribal and you see people going to talk to her. And uh, it started to become very clear that, like, not only did she vote out Tish, she probably orchestrated it. And she's in a power Classic position. Tony. So, Classic Tony. <laughs> but to come back to the Magnificent Seven, because mm -hmm. I, I wanted to mention that first, that on that top where we sat and we waited for, for our next challenge, and we spoke about the Magnificent Seven and what we would say about Tom leaving the game, we said the girls banded together to vote Tom out. Interesting. Oh. Because we knew that was Tony's original plan, mm -hmm. Girls Alliance. Mm -hmm. And if we showed that, you know, we had a Girls Alliance on this tribe also, even though it wasn't, that we would gain favor if we ever got onto the same tribe as Tony. Wow, that is so interesting. So you guys saw her. I love how you were able to observe what was going on in that tribe and figure out what was going on without even like being a part of tribal councils or seeing any of that. You guys could just mm -hmm. tell. Well, it's, it's really easy to be like, oh, Tony's being spoken to. And then everyone turns to each other like, oh, yes, Tony's running the game. And no one wants to be like, no, it's not Tony. Uh, yeah. it's, kind of, <laughs> it's a common enemy. You, you know, put the focus on them. On right another tribe on another person and uh, tony's like okay whatever bring it i'm here let's, <laughs> let's do this oh i love her um so um as we go through like some of the rest of the challenges we might stop down and talk about the challenges that um we might you know just briefly mention some we might um we steven and i have some like more deeper questions about some of the challenges mm -hmm. um so the next challenge is called block party. Uh, your tribe is able to win that. Um, the one after is the snake ladder where um, you are moving a ball up. A, um, you're pulling strings as you're pulling a ball up a snake ladder. I went back and I watched this challenge and I loved Tom and Wendell working together on that puzzle. And we also had Dr. Jill and Bryce working together on, on the puzzle on another tribe. And I thought I could like feel some, 
some tension coming from over there. So my question for you during this challenge, you know, it's a it's a partner effort puzzle. Did you notice any um, any rough tension going on with any of these uh, pairs? And or Tom and Wendell seem pretty amazing together. Yes. Yeah, so that's actually a really important challenge um, for my game, but also for the tribe. Of really. So that challenge actually only had one winner and the other two tribes went to tribal. So it was mm -hmm. very important to win that one specifically. Mm -hmm. But we all knew that if we lost, Sam would be leaving. So during all the challenges, but specifically that one, I would stand with Sam and I'd hold her hand. I would, you know, cheer with her. I would root for our team with her because I wanted her to know that I wanted her to stay in the game. It was really important oh, for. Did Sam know that she was the target? Yes. Okay. It, wow. We were five South Africans versus right. three mm -hmm. Americans. And um, we had Wendell, who you, you can't vote him out that early in the game. Yeah. And Ramona, who's also. Mm -hmm. very 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 strong at challenges so it was really so obvious there. that sam would be going yeah. home wow yeah but like i i really just wanted her to know i wanted us to win so she could stay mm -hmm. so you know especially that one that's why we're holding hands and we're it was so nerve nerve breaking because <laughs> so nerve-wracking that's the word um because it ended actually a split second apart. Like we won by a split second. And because Eric and Ramona as a team were able to stay perfectly calm under pressure. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so with us winning that, we essentially isolated ourselves from the other two tribes completely. Like that was our, you know, we're unbeatable as Magnificent Seven. Well, no, sorry, as eight. <laughs> <laughs> this is before the Magnificent Seven. Pre-Magnificent Seven. <laughs> Pre-Magnificent Seven. Um, and yeah, it really helped my end game by by taking the time to bond with mm -hmm. with Sam that way. Um, Wendell and Tom working together was amazing to watch. There was just so much respect. Like, oh yes, yes, I see what you're saying. Like, let's do it that way. And um, so what was great is that because they communicated so well and when it was the other pair's turns, Shona and I went next and then Eric and they were so good at directing us through. So this is yeah. before Wendell was our leader, like uh -huh. they were our leaders. Yes. And uh, yeah, so they're giving us instructions and Shona's getting annoyed at Tom and Tom's getting annoyed at Shona and you don't <laughs> see any of that on the video, but um I think the video cuts out but yeah. yeah that was the only tension in our tribe um we didn't even notice what was happening on the other tribes it was mm -hmm. it was just what we became very insular the eight of mm -hmm. I love I love those little moments of uh tension that you get to witness when you're like watching these events you get to like catch those little things of like ooh, they're pretty annoyed at each other right now I love it <laughs> Okay, so the next challenge um, is colored cubes, I believe, and then um, you guys win that one as well. And then, um, is there anything you want to say about that before we get to the slide puzzle, or was, did I miss anything? 
I don't remember that challenge. I don't think I was in it. Okay. That's okay. Um, okay, let's get to the slide puzzle in the tribal that followed. The tribal we've been alluding to this whole time. So the slide puzzle challenge, uh, you have to get pieces and put them on the slot on a on a tray and you have to slide them around to make the puzzle. So you guys end up losing this challenge. I when I watched this video, I saw you take a few goes at it. Um, we saw several people working on the puzzle. Um, what? <laughs> yeah, Ruth is already just like about to cry about this one. Okay, so what went wrong? What was going on? So we had one piece and we had two holes that we could put the piece in. Okay. Um, we, what we gathered happened is we put it in the other hole to the other tribes, uh, which made impossible. may or, yeah, well, not impossible, just really, really <laughs> difficult. <laughs> so um, there's a formula for slide puzzles. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So I know the formula, but I, it's, I struggle with a certain part of like rotating yeah. certain pieces mm -hmm. into place. And I kept getting flustered because I couldn't do that part. And everyone was listening to me because like, I'm back in your puzzles. Listen to me. And <laughs> so like I could see that I could not get things into place. But then like then Wendell and Amanda would come and they would do that part. And I'd be like, okay, I get my composure back and then do mm -hmm. the next part. And we got to the point where all of our pieces were right except for two. Mm -hmm. And the only way to get those two into the correct positions was to go right to the beginning of the of the puzzle again. Oh, so, yeah. So oh. we we had an argument. We we're like, no, it's impossible. So John and Bill went and gave the puzzle to somebody who was who was volunteering. Um, mm -hmm. Actually, it was somebody from Laquena Wildlife Estate. And we went to tribal and had a whole tribal. And like before the next challenge, John came and said, uh, you know, they were able to do the, the, the puzzle. It took them yeah. half an hour, but it, it was possible. <laughs> so I know yeah. I remember like, seeing I, that part of that video, like where they're like, it was, I was ready to believe it was impossible, but someone solved it. It took 30 minutes, but someone <laughs> solved it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we're like, okay, you know, we did lose, lose. And um, it was about time for us to go to travel anyways. So <laughs> no one blamed me and that's all I cared about. <laughs> so after the challenge, I mean, knowing these games, you don't have a lot of time between the challenge and the vote, like five minutes, 10 minutes at best. What was the strategy that you had heard and were, and were gonna go into the, this vote with? Yeah, it was keep South Africa strong, keep tribe strong. Mm -hmm. So uh, for Sam, um, I knew that I was getting at least Sam's mm -hmm. vote. Um, I didn't know I was getting Wendell and Ramona's votes, but it makes sense. They just yeah. needed one person to flip to, you know, cause a tie mm -hmm. and chaos. So it was looking to be a 5-3 vote, 5 Sam through you then? And yeah, that was like, Worst case scenario for me. Okay. And 
Tom had gave no heads up, no inkling at all to what he was thinking. So he looked like really uncomfortable while we were voting. And he was like, mm-hmm. hey, you know, this isn't right. This isn't fair. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, looking is extremely, extremely uncomfortable. And him and Amanda start like, like talking. And I think, you know, he must have said to her at that point, I'm going to step out. Because she was like, no, I came in last. I'll step out. Mm-hmm. So they were having a bit of a, a debate wow. about which one of them will get to get to quit. And um, <laughs> I, and like the rest of us are kind of just like, we're not really sure what's going on there. And then, yeah, after, after we voted, Tom pulled the attention to himself and just said, you know, this isn't right. I've done this. I've won it. Um, you know, people have come from all over, from all uh, halfway across the world. And it's not fair mm-hmm. for them to go so soon. Yeah, so Sam is crying while Tom is giving this um, this dialogue. You know, the first thing he says to John is he says, "What would happen if a um, if someone were to step down right now?" And John says. For the integrity of the game, I'm not going to answer that question. So then Tom has to decide right off the bat. Tom has to decide whether he's going to do it or not. And he gives that speech, like you said, about people have traveled all over from across the country, across the world to come play this game. We see Sam is, she is bawling as I would be if I knew that someone, especially like Tom was stepping Mm -hmm. down for me. Um, I, and I can't believe right now, I had no idea that Amanda was also saying that she would step down. Like that was such an emotional moment. Um, he agrees to step down, um, and give up his spot. They don't even read the votes. Um, wow. What an emotional tribal Tom gave everybody a hug and the kiss on a cheek. And I was like sitting watching the video. Like I want Tom to hug me and give me a kiss on the cheek. I love him so much. (laughs) So, um, and then as you have talked about, the Magnificent Seven gets created. Jack likes to call them the Mediocre Seven. (laughs) (laughs) But that is where you guys started. And I loved hearing about how you guys had a plan coming out of that. Really, that tribal changed your tribe dynamics. It brought you guys together. Very, very emotional. Um, And you guys don't go to tribal together at all until... I mean, you guys don't go to tribe, tribal again. So that night, we have another tribe swap. You guys have to split in, you're told to split into pairs of two. Jack kind of shared more about how this tribe swap worked. But you pair up with Sam, and which you have been really forming a bond with her this whole time. And then you guys were picked yeah. kind of last-ish, and you guys were the only girls on an all guy tribe (laughs) yes so how were you feeling about the swap um i felt quite good there were four of us from the magnificent seven um i saw that bryce was there he wasn't going to turn on wendell in my mind Mm -hmm. not at that point like (laughs) so i could see a six coming out Mm -hmm. um in a group of eight but i also felt quite close to to ace who was now on my tribe mm-hmm. so i felt yeah, i felt good um 
it was late, late enough in the game that if someone wanted to make a move at Tribal Council, it wasn't going to be against me. It was going to be against Wendell, which is mm. why we keep Wendell around. He's a mm-hmm. lovely shield. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, I felt good. Um, I stuck with Sam because obviously we had our bond, but I also got the feeling that Sam was going to be looked after. And she didn't need us in the end, but I, you know, someone's going to also want to be looked after. I would like to ask one question. So this is your first time. Uh, you're on a you're on a tribe with Jack. Any any, yes. any any anything you'd like to say about Jack? You've heard his podcast. You've heard everything he said. Now you're trying to dish it back to him. Oh uh, man, that guy. Hey. <laughs> no, like Jack. So we got back to camp and it was already dark. So it wasn't a lot of time to go off by yourself. Um, but I needed to at least chat to everyone. So, you know, I sat down between Jack and Jimmy T and like shoved Jack off his pillow a little bit. Well, his makeshift <laughs> pillow. Told him to share it with me. And I don't know if he appreciated that, but he, he obliged. And um, yeah, we all just, we bonded as a tribe and listening to Jimmy T. And then the next morning it was go, 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 go. And as soon as the morning came and I got to talk to Jack, I knew that he was about strategy. He's about game. Like, doesn't care about anything else. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Come talk to me about strategy and we can work together. You know, mm-hmm. come talk about something else. Like, I'm going to go talk to, to someone else. So, yeah, I, I bonded with him immediately over that because I also like to talk strategy. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, kind of just like, who's going to be first? Okay, it's going to be Jimmy T. Great. <laughs> and it was that, easy with Jack. That brings us to the next morning. You guys lose the first challenge of day four, and you're heading to tribal, and everybody knows the first vote is Jimmy T, and that tribal was so amazing. I would recommend people to go watch that tribal. Like, I really enjoyed watching it. We have Jimmy T fighting for his life, we have Wendell fighting for not Jimmy T's life. He's trying to keep Jimmy T like at bay so that he gets voted out. And it was a really cool argument going on between Wendell and Jimmy T that was both like, you know, an argument. It was, but they were also trying to like keep telling each other like, no, dude, I respect you. But <laughs> like they kept on like trying to be like, no disrespect, but... But there was a moment that would be seen as disrespectful when Jimmy T says, we've got Wendell here and all these fans. And Bryce is like, uh, excuse me? <laughs> uh, hello, this is Bryce from the best season of Survivor Kagayan. So like that was just a moment for the book. It was amazing. Um, and I just, I loved t- Jimmy T's show during this. I loved how he was fighting for himself. I loved it when he said, I'm not a schemer on this side or that side of the fence. I'm a player. And it was just, it was so intense and awesome. So Jimmy T didn't start fighting for his life at that tribal council. He was fighting for it from that morning. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, so he was, you know, pulling people aside and, you know, he had the, uh, 
the the normal arguments of you know you have to take, you have to make a move now you have to play the game you mm-hmm. have to um you know <laughs> you know you're being manipulated but it's it's tbt like it's great it's uh, it's mm-hmm. lots of fun to to have him you know growl at you and and he shows me this idol bag so that the idols came in a little a little sack and he's okay. like yeah, an idol yeah i'm gonna play it so i'm like oh that's great jimmy and i swore like i said you know i've I've listened to everything you said. I'm going to go think about it. I'm not going to commit to anything, but thank you for trusting me. I won't share your secrets. And Ace was <laughs> in on this conversation. It was the three of us. Okay. And, you know, I kept my word. I didn't say anything about the, this idol, um, but I did suggest splitting the vote to, to the tribe. And, um, we get to this tribal and Jimmy T's fighting for his life. And I'm convinced that he has an idol uh-huh. and that mm-hmm. this is all an act. But, so I'm like, I'm just shocked at how good he is at acting and thinking we're at like this, this crazy level of, um, of, you know, manipulation, you know, he's going to play this idol and something interesting is going to happen. And, and then, but I didn't want Ace to go because it was a split vote. And um, so I'm trying to whisper to Ace, like, it's you, it's you. So that if there's an idol, Jimmy T plays it on Ace. Mm-hmm. And at one point, you know, I just turn to Jimmy T and I say, it's not you. And he just goes, are you kidding with me? <laughs> and, and in that moment, I realized he doesn't have an idol. And it's just given him a false hope. And, you know, he's just had this fight with Wendell and called Bryce Wendell's friend and been called out on it. So that's the last thing he needed was this, this person, you know, doing their own little thing in the background, trying to get him to play his idol on Ace. And then he didn't even have an idol. I love that. I love how you were trying to figure that out, right? In, in the midst of all that going on. <laughs> wow. Okay. It was wow. a fun tribal. Like, it was a very fun tribal. Everybody should go watch it. I have a follow-up question. So, you know, Jimmy T's really saying, y'all are just playing in Wendell's shadow. Y'all need to rise up, make these moves. At this point, or what was Wendell, right? Because Wendell is this great shield, great guy. You know he's going to problem down the line. What was your ultimate, like, what were you going to do about it when push comes to the shove? So, um, at this point, mm-hmm. I... I'd spoken to Ace now about the possibility of him having an idol. Okay. Um, because I figured the bag came from somewhere. And I mean, I was wrong where the bag came from, but the association with Ace having an idol was correct. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I said to Ace, if you say an idol, um, I would prefer it if you took out Bryce because Bryce and I hadn't connected very well. And he's like, no, I'm going to take out Wendell. So I was like, okay, that's, that's that. So I uh-huh. figured if we go to tribal, if all the votes get put on Ace, and if he does have this hypothetical idol, Wendell's going. Oh, wow. I am like shocked right now that because let's, okay, let's kind of go to the, the challenge that you guys threw 
you know, we're going like four challenges later. Yeah. You guys win, win, win. We get to this one challenge where um, your alliance within your tribe decide to throw the, um, it was like a slingshot challenge. And you know you're going to yeah. tribal and you have a pretty good idea that Ace has an idol. So wait, you're telling me that you knew that Ace would be voting for Wendell? Okay, tell us what's going on right now. <laughs> okay, I don't know that Ace has an idol. Okay, okay. But we have spoken hypotheticals. Uh-huh. And I knew that if he did, I wasn't in any, any trouble at all. <laughs> okay. So we threw this challenge because we had the last three members of the Magnificent Seven on the other mm-hmm. tribe. Mm-hmm. And I knew they would all work with me. So mm-hmm. it was about getting to merge with as many people that will work with me as possible. So yeah. at this point, Ace didn't, he, he was, he didn't really have much left to offer in terms of numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he had the idol, but you know, <laughs> he kept that one to himself. But uh-huh. so it was, it was kind of like a win-win situation for me. If, Mm-hmm. If we go to that tribal council, if Ace gets voted out, it's okay. But if Ace plays an idol, Wendell leaves, and it's okay for me too. Right. If if Ace had left, and we went into merge with Magnificent Seven out of nine, mm-hmm. uh, the other two people would have been Bryce and Jack. And I'm not a hundred percent sure what would have happened, but I have a feeling that Wendell would have stuck with the Magnificent Seven out of okay. respect for Tom. Okay. And out of the Magnificent Seven, I had, through Sam, promised Wendell and Ramona I'd vote with them at, final, at seven. Mm-hmm. So my plan was keep Wendell until final five. Okay. And then Eric, Sam, and I take the final three spots at that point um, because none of the challenges seem to be extremely physical mm-hmm. and I know that mm-hmm. you know I was good at focus focus challenges we had people like Ramona and Jack to to beat Wendell at some point right so I wasn't ever really worried that he would win his way to the end of the game mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and I like to see the game as purely like internal so at that point Wendell had done no more in the game than I had Mm -hmm. or that Sam had done or Eric Mm -hmm. so you know even if you end up at the end with him he would have had to do something great in my opinion I might be naive but I think uh wow I don't think he was going to be a problem in my game you just you just did, you just did the whole rundown of everything that was going behind the scenes leading up to this travel council where all of my dropped about the moment, and that's where we see <laughs> Wendell actually get idled out by Ace. Ace gets his mythical idol that he's been searching for all this time. All this Wendell, time. I just I don't know, doesn't even bother splitting the votes. It's up all seven votes piled onto like Ace, and then Bryce votes for Beyonce <laughs> and so you just have him throw his vote away to begin with. It's it's it's, it's I, you just can't believe you're watching. W- Wendell Hall and the winner of Ghost Out walk out in this manner. It's it's unbelievable. Um, it was amazing. Truly, 
truly. And like, I love Ruth, how you said that you were fine either way. And that is just so <laughs> cool to hear that you were like, you knew what was going to happen and you were cool with it. I mean, not like you knew that if it happened, mm -hmm. it wouldn't be the worst. And that's just, that's the best place to be. <laughs> yeah. That's the, the purpose of having a shield is to not hide behind is to mm -hmm. for them to take the blows. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's an idol out there. So the shield took the blow and, and so the rest of us got to live another day. You did, and you lived right into the merge. You Ooh, made yeah. it. What a great feeling. It was a tiny merge of nine people. That's what happened when I played yeah. Survival Challenge. Yeah. Did you know it was going to be that small? No. The entire time leading up to it, we're like, it's merged now, right? It's merged now, right? <laughs> and uh, yeah, I wasn't a fan of it. it. It restricted the amount of play that could have happened. Mm -hmm. um, to this. Yes, I can. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. Wow. Sorry. Okay. So last thing on my side. <laughs> I know. So like, um, what happened that night of the merge night? We um, heard from. Mm. So I guess here's my questions about merge night. So we heard from Jack that there was like a really special emotional time around the fire where everybody shared about their experience so far leading up in survival challenge which was really cool to hear because once you've played something like survival challenge you understand how emotional it is how um how meaningful it is and i just love that you guys took that moment to like just recognize how far you guys have come in the, in the four days already which feels like a <laughs> lifetime um and so that happened um you can feel free to share anything about that but my other question is like what are your goals and strategy and thoughts going into the final day? Obviously, I wanted to reconnect with the girls from the Magnificent mm -hmm. Seven. But they had just gone through an amazing day together. The three of them decimated their entire tribe. They, they were the last ones there. They were crying about people leaving. They, you know, they lost together and they won that last challenge together so they had bonded in a way that I wasn't privy to and you could see the relief on their faces when we merged and that night they were all oh it was like they were like the relief just came out in terms of you know laughing at jokes that weren't funny and <laughs> and um, you know just kind of just being like drunk on that relief and it was at that moment for me that I needed to reevaluate where I stood in terms of the rest of the Magnificent Seven because I was very tight with Shona. And, but, you know, she had this whole day where she'd done all these things without me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, all the, you know, the three of them slept, well, they were going to sleep next to each other. Mm -hmm. And they were sitting together and they mm -hmm. were talking about their day. And so it just kept on clearing me into the fact that if we get to final six together, because now we're now the magnificent six without Wendell. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that I'm not going to, to be important to them. That was my perception. Yeah. I didn't feel like I would be able to go further. Mm -hmm. with those three as mm -hmm. a threesome um 
And I'd been working with Jack and Bryce and, you know, developing my relationship with them. I had Sam and Eric, who I knew I was tight with. So that night was important for me to decide which way I was going to go. And that decision was based on their, what I perceived as their shared experience being, wow, more will take them further than their shared experiences with me yes which i can totally imagine that that's probably how they felt too probably have you talked to them since is that what they were thinking as well um no like they everyone says that at final six we would have just duked it out um i don't believe it i don't know if they they're lying to me or to themselves um but i'm just still paranoid about it (laughs) the game never ends it worked out for you then it did it did Mm -hmm. um almost didn't but it (laughs) uh so yeah that that night was was interesting i felt detached from the group um mostly because i i suppose i figured i didn't fit in with the three girls anymore Mm -hmm. um and then you know everyone gets on with Bryce like a house on fire so um you know it was just kind of sitting back watching everything listening to people listening to the stories um and you know trying not to let my anxiety creep right. in about not not being mm-hmm. a part of it wow and uh, yeah it's like you know three well four nights no sleep <laughs> very little food it's, it brings out the anxiety in you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so wow, when so it came like, to yeah, yeah. When this it came to sharing, of... it was very easy to to cry along, and you know, because all those emotions are raw. There, everything's everything's raw. Everything's willing to come out at that moment. Wow. Wow. So like, um, so like what I said earlier is like you saw what your cards were, what you're playing with, where you fit within this merge and you're figuring out your path to the end. Yes. <laughs> but I, I don't like to just look ahead. Um, mm-hmm. Essentially every vote out is, does this leave me with more or less people to work with? Mm-hmm. And so I know that at that final nine, I had to make my move, but I didn't want to say, you know, once that move's made, I can't work with Shona and Ramona. I wanted to keep those doors open for as long as possible. Um, it wasn't like, okay, I'm going to go to seven with these people and then to six with these people. It was very fluid. Mm-hmm. Mass a question. Can you talk about your relationship, the dynamic between you, Sam, and Eric? Because you end up being the final three and really running yeah. through the middle of this game. Um, so obviously Eric and I had the the bonding road trip, and mm-hmm. uh, we we've been on the same tribe the entire time. And you know, he constantly brought information to me because um, uh, he he got information from Wendell more than I did and mm-hmm. from Tom when he was around and, and, um, 
so we we had that relationship of you know just keep each other in the loop look out for each other and we had our our deal you know we're the last people in we're going to be the last people out but it wasn't like a oh we're going to the final two together it was just like oh how hard would be nice mm-hmm. um when then sam and i we actually strategized incredibly well together we we really enjoyed talking about all of our different options and you know we'd say okay this is the course of action we're going to take and they would split up and you know i would go talk to two or three people on that side and she go talk to the other people and uh, just to make sure that everyone is saying the same things to us oh interesting the, the great thing is that while sam and i you know were seen as a pair that were willing to work together and vote together i don't think we were seen as a duo and if you add eric and we certainly weren't seen as a trio mm-hmm. okay cuz eric votes but, opposite for a view for several rounds yes so we we had a, a deal the only deal that actually made the whole the whole game was the, to go the final three mm-hmm. that was merge morning we decided the three of us are going to be in together wow we promised we were going to go wow and and, you were planning we, on sticking to that deal like that was like you you're a woman of your word kind of thing i'm a kind of the one that i make deals and i'm like okay that's fine i'll i'll, <laughs> I'll break this no problem <laughs> well i mean <laughs> if something better comes up <laughs> exactly okay that's what i wanted to hear <laughs> yeah yeah no. um but it, yeah like i knew that if we played the middle we could no one could gather numbers without us to mm-hmm. take either any of us out so eric being voting differently from us so the three of us had a chat about who we wanted to go first at merge he wanted jack to go first cuz you know jack has a lot of survivor experience uh-huh. and um i think he'd heard a few rumors about jack being really really good at mm-hmm. survivor mm-hmm. and then so um and then Sam and I wanted Amanda to go first to break up the magnificent seven finally and we couldn't agree so we kind of just told Eric that we were voting Amanda oh uh, no okay that we were voting Jack with him and um, oh mm-hmm. didn't so <laughs> we we said to Eric on the way down that we will no matter what happens the three of us are going to be in together it just might happen a different way to what he was expecting well that was a good preemptive move to just say it straight up like that that was that was great so yeah so that was the first tribal of the merge and this is day 5 this must have felt like the longest day ever you guys have immunity individual immunity tribal individual immunity tribal um So there was you know we could definitely talk about each vote and talk about like where your role is in that but like you just said like you guys played the middle and you knew that votes couldn't get passed without you. I feel like there's one vote that I want to talk about which comes up in your final tribal about like where you really made an impact. But feel free to mention any other um tribals that you would want but let's talk about the vote that Jack gets out yeah. and Jack uses this during his final tribal statement fighting for you to win 
he talks about how you knew where all the votes were going and you made this vote happen to get him out. So do you want to share a little bit more about this? This is a challenge where you want immunity as well. Let's not... <clears throat> Let's not, not gloss that over. Past, uh, yeah, like great job, Bruce. You won immunity. It was about a ball balancing challenge. Great job. You said that you you knew you had the focus, so you. you did it. <laughs> um, all right, let's dive into this uh, vote if you want. Okay, so I win immunity, and we get ushered into um, the area where we need to to strategize and. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like a line to talk to me. Uh, so really? down Eric on one side, yeah, and then Bryce and Jack on the other side, and like Ace was kind of like, like, hey, you know, I I want to <laughs> say some things too. So there was a moment, of the hour. moment where <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> um, so Bryce, Jack, and Ace decided in this moment that. Ramona needs to stay and um, Eric needs to go. Okay. And they and told then, you that. But they were like, well, they, they said to me, let's split the votes in case Ramona has an idol. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm pretty sure Ramona doesn't have an idol, but I'm happy to split the votes who we're splitting with. And they said, with Eric. Mm -hmm. Now, Eric hadn't been voting with me. So, they couldn't, they didn't know how close we were. Ooh. So as soon as I heard Eric's name come up, I was like, I really don't want him to leave. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't want to like, like Make a scene. Ramona was the main target. So I was like, fine. I don't think she has an idol. It doesn't really matter where the boats go, the other boats go. But Ace tells me that Bryce has an idol. Oh, interesting. Point. Wow. So Bryce, Bryce and Ace had a good relationship. They promised they wouldn't vote for each other, which is why Bryce voted for Beyonce. Mm -hmm. And Ace trusted me because Jimmy T told me he had an idol and I didn't tell anyone. Mm -hmm. So Ace told me Bryce has an idol and I'm aware of the idol rules that they can only be played until final seven. Mm -hmm. So it became um the idea that if an idol gets played eric goes home mm -hmm. so now this idol is actually going to be a problem in my life and so yeah um wow so i'm complaining about eric going home you know so i don't want eric to go home right and jack jack has his plans for the next tribal council so he mollifies me you know he tells me I won't vote for Eric, I'll vote for Ramona. And I was like, okay, that's great. Okay. Like, yeah, we're, we're moving, we're moving on to better territory for me. Okay. And so I go do the same thing with Ace, you know, and I'm like, I really don't want Eric to go. <laughs> and, and Ace, you know, he also wants to work with me in the future. So he's also like, no, and I'll change my votes. It's fine. <gasps> and so in this moment, I realized that the only person voting for Eric was Bryce because Ramona and Eric had, I felt, <laughs> felt like they had a bond from their time working on that snake puzzle. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, they would have voted each other out eventually, but they were, they were not looking at each other. Right. So 
I didn't think she was voting for Eric. Okay. Which means that I just needed Eric to save himself by voting for Jack or Bryce. I didn't care which one. Um, he chose Jack and Ramona also voted for Jack. I didn't know she was voting for Jack. I thought she would probably vote for Sam. Um, right. She definitely would have voted for me if, uh, if I didn't, wasn't immune. So, yeah, like, I didn't know where all the votes were going, but I had a pretty good idea that if you, like, Ramona you deducted. Yeah, you, like, figured out, like, what would be happening. Now, if, so you're saying, so then ends up Bryce plays an idol for Ramona. Um, so then the votes are two votes on Jack. So if Ramona would have voted for anyone else, it would have caused a tie and there would have been a revote and it very well might have not been Jack going home. If it was tied on Eric, it could have been Eric anyways. Yeah. So wow. um, if it was, say, if it was, say, Sam and Eric, that would have actually been the end of my game. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, give, oh, sorry. It would have been, sorry, I'm trying to do the numbers now. Well, like, yeah, I mean, like basically Ramona could have tied that vote on anyone else besides Jack and it would have been a revote, but because she, yes. both her and Eric, oh, did Eric and her both talk about how they were voting Jack? Maybe you said they had a bond. Do you think they knew? No, they didn't. Okay. No. Wow. <laughs> it was. It was literally as we walked into tribal, like wow, I walked in next vote. to, yeah, next to Eric. And I said, vote, vote Jack or Bryce, if you want to save yourself. And this would be like kind of the foundation of why you ended up winning this game. It's like you were the center point of this vote. And the, not only were you the center of this vote, you saved Eric. And so, and like, that's who you ended up in final tribal with. And so it's hard to, fight for your game when the person you're sitting next to is someone who kind of saved you <laughs> yeah that does come into into play when I was <laughs> at final three um so yeah that's it was a good it was a good move I I loved it when Jack stood up and he's like oh, I just tysoned myself out of the game that's oh. one of my favorite moves oh. and all of survivor history so <laughs> Oh, so I, I, I appreciate it a lot. <laughs> That's one of my greatest fears is to ever tyson myself out of a game. <laughs> yeah, so it's like he he did it to himself, but I I think he was playing a really good game. Like mm -hmm. he was looking ahead, and I I don't think he realized that an idol was being played that round. Mm hmm. Um. So I just like I, the fact that Bryce idled out his ally. <laughs> oh, I know. I just, it's hysterical. Baby boy. Um, <laughs> so, you know, there's, that was the vote where there was, you know, there's a lot of people left and I want to, you know, I want to make sure that we're not taking up too much time, but I also want to make sure that we're talking about the things we need to talk about with the merge. So, um, you know, let's kind of go through what happens next with the votes you know Ramona gets voted out next but it, she was kind of she was having a medical um issue yes. as well um Ace gets voted out next um 
then you win two immunity challenges in a row afterwards. So that makes you having won three immunity challenges. I know that um, Steven wrote a great question. He was like, did you expect for you to like have this like good like streak with immunity challenges? Like, were you ready for this? Or like, I mean, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, so when I played the online orgs for Survivor, I was, I was always like challenge beast. So oh, I, awesome. yeah, it, cause it's focus. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's, you know, how quickly can you Google something? It's, it's really, <laughs> <laughs> it's really nerd stuff. And I'm a proper nerd. I love um, it. But when it came to, you know, real life, I, like, I know what my strengths are, puzzles and focus. I didn't think that they would come up as much as they did. So I got lucky in terms of, you know, the final three um, challenge being a puzzle that, like, I've yeah. encountered before in my life. Yeah. And, but, like, I'm, I'm really lucky there was only one running challenge. Uh, <laughs> because... <laughs> Like I ran my heart out, Ace walked half of the challenge and we ended it at the same time. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I got really lucky. I didn't expect to go on an immunity run. Um, I, did, I did consider that once we got to final four, final three, that I could beat Sam and Eric um, mm -hmm. in a lot of different types of challenges. So... And you go into the end of them meant I'd be in a powerful position. Wow. So thinking of Sam and Eric, um, I might as well just jump right to like, you have to, you won the final challenge and you have to choose who you're taking to the end. Did you already have an idea in mind who you would grab or was this a difficult decision for you? It was, it was difficult because I wanted to take them both. Of course. <laughs> the whole emotional play came yeah. in. Yeah. Um, but I knew that strategically, Sam and I had played the same game. Mm -hmm. We had worked together. We, we were equals in every decision that we made. Like I had that one move on my resume that she didn't, but she had this amazing underdog story. And if she was saying the underdog story, I couldn't say the underdog. So um, yeah, there was too much similarity in our games for me to go to the end with Sam. Mm -hmm. And I knew that I had a closer relationship with Shona. I had a closer relationship with Amanda because we had the South African night as well. Mm -hmm. um, Sam, we played very similar game and I knew she was better liked because I was closer to Shona and Amanda and I looked them in the eyes and lied to them where Sam didn't have to do that because you know, mm -hmm. I was the one having to do the lying to, uh -huh. well, you know, that I really trusted you lying to, to them. So she was better liked. And um, yeah, so I knew that going against Sam at the end was going to be very difficult for me to win. Um, Eric had played a beautifully loyal game, but he was loyal to me, uh -huh. which means that like generally, when you play a loyal game, the people you are loyal to give you their vote at the end. But he was against me, so... Oh, um, yeah. 
yeah, so I didn't see him getting the points for the loyalty that he normally would have in a different type of game. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, I, I definitely still could have lost against Eric. He, if he had um, owned more of what he had done and, you know, maybe undercuts a little bit of what I'd done, you know, and said, hey, Ruth didn't do that by herself. I was there. I did that with her. I think he would have had, he would have had a much better, better shot. At the end there, hmm. I can. I've gone to a, a live reality game final travel council, bombed it, and I think he definitely wasn't very aggressive against you in his final travel council, and you were able to take a really good advantage of that. Yes, Eric is what you would describe as a really good person, mm-hmm. and uh, the idea of you know taking advantage of any situation it doesn't even occur to him because that's how genuine he is mm-hmm. we've had like lunch since then and we've spoken about you know things that he could have done differently and I could have done differently and you know a lot about the game and you know he's definitely more aware if he ever gets that opportunity to play again even if it's battle of the bush again he he will definitely be a lot more aggressive uh, I can attest to that. <laughs> uh, Stephen can attest to that too. I'm sure yes. Stephen has learned as well. Yes, I have. <laughs> so, all right. Going in the final tribal, who did you think, whose votes do you think you had, and whose votes did you think you need to work for? Like, did you have any sort of guesstimation at that point of of who of what the count was going to be like between you and Eric? Um, I thought that I would have the majority of the votes and mm-hmm. um, so going in I knew I was wrong with that and it came <laughs> out that I went in already losing 5-2 um, but I thought I would have Amanda's vote because mm-hmm. she took being blindsided really really well um, <laughs> I was quite sure I had Jack's vote mm-hmm. um, I thought I would have Ace's vote and then I was hoping that Shona would, uh, you know, see the strategy behind it and mm-hmm. and uh, want to vote for me. Um, I'd realized that I'd messed up with Ramona, um, which I would love to talk about just now. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, and um, yeah, I didn't. I felt like Bryce could go either way if Eric had said you know, the right things. I think Bryce would have happily voted for Eric. Mm-hmm. And I think that's everyone. Oh, it's Sam. I thought I had Sam. I knew I had Sam's work. Yeah. Do you want to talk then so about I, Ramona? Yes. So um, with Ramona getting medically evacuated, I I put myself into a situation where I lost a lot of faith with my fellow classmates. Mm-hmm. Um, so just from where I was sitting, Ramona's, you know, she's obviously not in a good state. She's dry heaving. She's, um, you know, really in a bad, bad way. Bryce is helping her and Eric went to go help and I didn't see how I could help. So I stood back and said, you know, if you need me, I'm here. Sam was trying not to throw up because she 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 has somebody throw up she feels like throwing up Mm -hmm. um so 
when the medics or well, the paramedics came, we got told to go into another section because we weren't helping, we weren't useful. And we just kept on trying to get um, get updates and you, know, you have no idea what's happening. And you know, they're, they're running off to the ambulance to get something else and you're sitting watching and you know, it's a bit terrifying because heat yeah. stroke can be extremely dangerous. Um, so, you know, Dr. Dill was there and, uh, and um, we eventually did get a, an update, you know, she's fine, but they still want to look at her and, you know, okay, fine, she's fine. In your mind, you're like, Ramon is fine. She's going to mm -hmm. be okay. And eventually, like, the paramedics leave, um, but we hear that they're going to go get a stretcher. And you're like, whoa, is she going to hospital? So we have no idea what's happening. Um, in terms of Ramona, like we thought she was fine. Now there's a stretcher. Mm -hmm. And then you like, you kind of hear, oh, you know, just go into a room to sit under some air con, and, you know, just to, to cool down some more. So you're like, okay, not hospital, that's good. So there's this whole background thing where we're trying to get information, we're not getting information. And um, then finally we're allowed to approach and, you know, give Ramona a hug, ask how she's feeling. Jack said I didn't ask how she's feeling, but I asked how she's feeling. <laughs> um, and you know, she said she was feeling a bit better. And, and then I opened my big fat mouth and I was like, oh. are you getting pulled from the game? And, uh, you know, like, despite, no matter what my intentions were, right. like, I'm, I made Ramona feel like I didn't see her as a person in the game or mm -hmm. a person in real life or in the game. Like, there was just, that it was just numbers and that wasn't my intention but of course I understand how I made yeah. her feel yeah so like I tried to apologize but you know at that point you can't that you're in the game she's out of the game it's it comes across very um disingenuous as well to be like hey I see you sitting on the jury sorry like <laughs> please vote yeah. for me like it's it's yeah, but the fact that she could feel that way because of me and still vote for me based on the game I played says a lot about the person that she is. Mm -hmm. And, um, mm -hmm. yeah, I I don't know if I ever went to her after the game and it was like, hey, sorry about that insensitivity. I should probably give her a call and check that <laughs> she's okay with it. And she's a... She's a very kind and generous person, so I don't think she'll be holding a grudge. I was so impressed by Ramona's game, just while we're talking about mm -hmm. her. I, it's just kind of like, what did we miss from Survivor Borneo with Ramona? Yeah. What a challenge beast. What an amazing player. I loved her intensity. I loved her heart and her passion, and I loved every second of watching Ramona play. I love playing with her. Mm -hmm. um, and... I hated that she went out the way she did. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like she, she's such a beast. She's such a competitor. But to have your body be like, nope, is yeah. the worst way to go out. It is. So back to the final travel council, walking in, what were the main points you wanted to, in your opening discussion with the jury, what were the main points you wanted to hit or reiterate to them? Um, that I made decisions, that I was 
I was visible throughout the game. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just at the merge. Like I was doing things. Um, we didn't get a lot of time to play because we won all the challenges. Mm-hmm. Um, but that even though that was happening, I still had a game plan. I still had the strategy. That's mm-hmm. what I wanted to get across is that I, I had control of my own game. Mm-hmm. I feel like when, when I went and went back and watched the final tribal council, the real turning point is when Jack gets up and Jack doesn't really ask you, ask a question. Jack comes and he basically lays out and defends your game. What were your thoughts yeah. about that? I wanted to cheer. I really did. I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like it was, it's, it's amazing to see, to hear that someone is, you saw something that you did and thought it was great mm-hmm. and is willing to tell everyone else about it. It's, um, yeah, it was just, it was a great feeling. I felt like in that moment that I just won. And yeah, that's because of Jack. He, his speech was amazing. And I, I, I watched the video when I got home because I was like, that was the best moment. Ever. <laughs> yeah, so those, for those who are listening who haven't seen that part of, um, of uh, Final Tribal, you know what, maybe if I remember, I'll put a link to the Final Tribal video. Specifically, I'll put a link to that in our show notes. So just swipe on over to the show notes, click the video of Final Tribal. Yeah, it's a long one, but it was, it's very interesting. So Jack gets up and he says plainly that he wants Roots to win. He says Eric was left in the dust as Roots switched the vote, took control during the merge. He says that Roots carried Eric throughout the merge. And when he, I really like the point when he makes the point of, you know, some of you don't think that Roots is a good person, but if you, we all had an emotional night last night around the fire sharing our hearts and Roots, we knew she was a good person. So if you're saying that Roots is not a good person, then you all need to look at yourself and then you need to like, reconcile that you're not a good person either. And then he calls out Eric for being um, starstruck, starstruck over survivors. And whether or not Jack is right about what he's saying about Eric, mm-hmm. it's, it's, you know, he's making this big argument because he wants you to win. And Jack told us on his interview that his game is trying to be the star of the, of the final tribal. And that's what he <laughs> did. Um, so it was, it was like one of those just kind of like iconic moments. <laughs> it was fantastic. Um, I know that like for, I think that like, you know, really sealed the unanimous win for me. Um, but I know Amanda came to me after, after the game and she was like, mm-hmm. after the first two sentences of your, your final travel speech, you know, I knew I had to vote for you. Mm-hmm. And and I, I know that in a purely strategic way that my, um, what's it called? My final tribal speech was a little bit wishy-washy, but I think I needed to, yes. Yeah, so while I believe that Jack did help me a lot, um, that I had swayed enough people on my own before, before he stood up. I think he did get the last few votes in my favor, though. I want to take a moment and talk about your final tribal speech. I was able to watch it again um, before we started recording. 
um, your introduction, your intro speech or whatever it's called, but you know, the opening statement, maybe that's the correct survivor term. Um, I, there's a couple moments that I really liked out of your um, speech. And what's funny is me watching in America, not super able to follow along as it was going down, but I did watch the final tribal, not knowing you or Eric and not really knowing how, what game you had played just by like the optics of watching and i saw eric's speech first eric spoke first and and i thought like he spoke really well he kind of told the game like a story i was very um engaged in his speech and then it was time for you to to give your opening statement and you know you're right off the bat you kind of like laughed nervously once and as I, I remember still like when i was watching this you know a couple months ago i was like oh this girl she's not gonna win it you know she's <laughs> she's having a rough start but then you get into your statement and then i i was i just like you said with amanda like i was getting i was understanding your game i want to talk about how you brought up the ramona vote um I mean, the vote that was going to be Ramona, and then you turned it to the Jack vote, which Jack talked about later in his speech. I love how um, at the end of your speech, I love how you said, I want to thank you all for a great game and the kindness you all showed me. I know my game was messy, but please have mercy on me. And I thought that was a really great way to end your speech that you're like, I know that there's going to be things you're not happy with, but thank you for like playing this game with me and everything. So I love that point and that you, how you ended your statement. And um, Shona was one of the first questions and she was pretty upset with you. And she says that, that you have done things that have not sat well with the jury. And I loved how you brought up, you said, well, Shona, you kept saying to me, or like you said to me once that you'll take me to the end. And I didn't like, how that sounded. I didn't want you to take that was, that me was to a the really end. good t- twist on that. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> and then Shona, Shona goes, Oh, okay. I get, I get it. I get it. And it's kind of like you, not in a mean way, but you kind of like shut her down. She was like, all right, got it. Got it. And then she sat down. So I think that you really turned mm-hmm. Shona around in that moment. It felt like when I was watching it. Yeah. So I, I, oh, spoilers, US, I'm oh, sorry. Survivor Australia had just finished, like mm-hmm. the day before we left for our our events. So Pia's final tribal council speech was very um, very raw in my mind. I kept coming back to it, mm-hmm. and she did not let anybody tell her how she played the game. She did not mm-hmm. let anyone um, walk all over her or tell her that she didn't do what she did or yes. she didn't do this, which she didn't. Yes. And from, when I saw her do that, I was like, if I ever get to the final travel, final travel, you know, I'm just going to be bold. I'm just going to say mm-hmm. what I think. And, you know, in that moment, I was just like, the reason why we couldn't work together was because you told me that. And in my mind, that was end of story, like full stop. And it came across that way. And I think it was received really well. And I was, mm-hmm definitely follow Pia again if I if I could <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean I think Pia is a great role model, role model for any final travel council so I'd say go for it yes <laughs> um well did you change tactics or anything as you went through that final travel council with, with like with how you want to pitch or have other people perceive yourself 
No, I I just wanted to talk about my game, mm-hmm. and and I knew that like how I was perceived bothered me a bit, so mm-hmm. I wanted to say something about that, and yeah, that was all that was important to me. Just highlight what I did, and you know, ask for a bit of mercy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So like, and then. Um, is there anything else you guys want to say about this final tribal before we talk about the unanimous vote? It was terrifying the whole the whole final tribal The whole final tribal. I, I cannot imagine. I have been on the jury for survival challenge and I remember sitting in jury. Um we did it we did it the format where it's like it's open question and answer format. So we didn't have to stand up and ask a question. And I just remember sitting there thinking, I am so glad I'm not sitting up there right now. Like, of course, <laughs> of course you want to be at final tribal. Yeah. Win, but in the moment I was like, I could not handle the questions right now. I am so emotionally and mentally drained. So, um, so props to you for lasting through it. They mm-hmm. go to vote and the votes are revealed and you are the winner of battle the bush. How are you feeling? What are you thinking? Um, so Obviously, I was elated. I I was super excited. Um, I did. I was a bit worried about Eric not getting any votes, but he's super strong and resilient. Mm-hmm. So, like you know, he gave me this hug, and then I went and I was like, ah, oh, yeah, why? And everything was so exciting. You know, had my my few moments of basking in the glory, <laughs> and then it was then well it was over, good. and <laughs> everyone just. Everyone went to go shower and get ready for the after party. Uh-huh. And my brain turned off. Yeah. I, I just turned to Jimmy T and I was like, please tell me where I need to go. I have no idea. <laughs> and and like, I'm just like following him around. And he's like, you're not meant to be here. You're meant to go to where <laughs> the jury is. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know where the jury is. Like, can you tell me where the jury is? I don't oh even have my like, gosh. I don't have my phone. I just wanted to phone my husband and be like, yeah. And um, yeah, I was, I was following him around like a, I don't know, somebody follows things around. And, oh. and I think it was him. Yeah, he turned to me and was like, how did you win this thing? <laughs> <laughs> my brain was off. And I ended up at the pre-juries um where they were sleeping their rooms which Uh was at a different venue to the main venue um because I just wanted to charge my phone and I knew they would have you know plugs that's all I cared about (laughs) so I think I showed up at my my villa um probably about an hour after everyone else did and, and the other girls were like, where were you? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I have no I idea. Like, down, down that way. <laughs> and I that's love how it. the end of the game ended for me. I walked around aimlessly for a long time. I love it. It really shows how you just gave everything and put everything into the game and how intense and long that last day was. Yeah. I felt sick the entire day. It was hot. Oh. And, um, that first immunity challenge where we had to hold the boards it like it took all of my actual physical strength out of there you know to win that one Mm -hmm. so I just took for most of the day and uh yeah so I think by the time it was the end of it 
my body was like, okay, don't have any more worries in the world. <laughs> I love it. So now like it's been, you know, it's been over a month. It's been, it's been a long time since, um, since yeah. the, the game has finished. Um, it's been like what, two or three months. Yeah, it was September, end of September. Yeah, wow. Time Two months, flies. I think, because it was like late, later September. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, so now, like on the other side of everything, I know that for me, Survival Challenge was really a life changing moment. Honestly, like I learned a lot about myself from playing. And so now, as you look back on this experience, what are, what are your thoughts and feelings? Like, what are your big takeaways from this whole adventure? Well, so obviously, like you said, it's it is life changing. You 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 get stripped down to to the bare essentials. Um, you are you having to be on the whole time. You mm -hmm. are sleeping on the ground. You are dealing with strangers. You aren't eating a lot. It makes you just uh, it makes you think. It makes you appreciate things, and um, it's definitely you know, one of the best experiences of my life. Mm -hmm. I would do it again in a heartbeat. <laughs> um, yeah, and the fact that we were doing it for a reason, for a charity, made it even better. Mm -hmm. um, and the fact that it was for a school made it even better for me because I have always wanted to start my own school exactly what Phil and Susan have gone and done really? and to walk into that school that they started and Susan runs amazingly is it was just such an inspiration it made me want to go and you know go find my old dreams and you know push them up up front again uh -huh. and rearrange my priorities in life and um wow yeah, that, and they gave me so many great ideas of, you know, what's important in a school like that. Mm -hmm. uh, those kids learn responsibility, accountability, time management, all things we should be learning, mm -hmm. but it, it, doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't come naturally. <laughs> um, and you don't learn it in a lot of schools. So the, the overall experience of being now a part of that school, part of its legacy, part of its, part of its history, is that's the biggest thing I'm taking away from it. I love it. That is that is really cool. I love that unique perspective you have from that. Um, now that you've won a live Survivor game, what's next? <laughs> is it the real show? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah so I've done all the online games and and those were a really great preparation for a live game because um, mm. I did not play the online games the way I played uh, this, this event because um, I have a little bit of a temper problem when things <laughs> don't go my way. Uh -huh. And uh, <laughs> at one point I was, I was called She-Hulk um, in one of my games <laughs> and, and those really prepared me about you know managing your expectations managing your emotions uh -huh. and mm -hmm. realizing that you know there's always going to be another game if this one doesn't go your way and mm -hmm. um so I, I learned a lot from those and then i learned a lot 
from the live game because obviously there's no other way to simulate a live the live game the the physical yeah. game the actual talking to people not over a keyboard like talking to their faces and uh, when you lie <laughs> you have to look at someone in, in the eye and, and, lie straight there. <laughs> and um yeah so i've learned a lot from in that term in those terms that mm. like i'm ready for the the real thing i i'm ready to go um i might take a little bit of a break from sleeping <laughs> on the floor though that was that wasn't oh. my favorite part of the whole the whole oh. event but i i mean i'd love to go on the real thing the nights are the worst the nights are truly the worst do you think that you'll um so next um they are planning as far as i know they're planning on doing battle of the bush again next mm -hmm. um september at some point so kind of keep an eye on that so if you are interested in applying for that or volunteering for that uh join the facebook group worth playing for bill post updates in that group about um what they're planning so roots do you think that you'll go volunteer or want to be able to be a part of it again unfortunately next year i'm studying so oh yeah you know the whole to. being out of yeah. the country <laughs> just a little yeah, bit but I, in the problem. <laughs> I have offered to help plan yeah. as much as I can so I'd That's love awesome. to get involved that way um but the next year definitely keen to reclaim my title from her <laughs> love it <laughs> and yeah. um if, um if you're in America and or if you're still you know out of the country but you want to come play in America we have um, a survival challenge here in Illinois that will take place uh the week leading up to July 4th um is when the survival challenge in um america is so be on the lookout for that just follow the group on facebook called survival challenge it's a page and they have they'll be posting the application for that in january so stay posted mm -hmm. that is very tempting i just i feel like we hit so much stuff we've been recording for over two hours um <laughs> wow we've had many a technical difficulty we've had headphones running out of battery we've had laptops running out of battery but this has been so fun we are recording from three different locations in the world it was so great so i want to just say thank you to uh roots and steven for joining me today um steven thank you for co-hosting with me roots thank you for mm -hmm. sharing thank you, everything this has been so fun. Um, and I hope, and if you are still listening to this right now, whoever's listening, I hope <laughs> you've enjoyed it. I hope that you have learned a lot and had a good time along the way. <laughs> Again, uh, Ruth, congratulations you on your victory. Yeah, yeah Ruth, it was, it was great. I love seeing, you know, the underdog female win the game. That was, I loved it. I really related with you and it was great to hear all the things that we weren't able to watch in the videos. So thank you. Um, if anybody listening has any questions or need more information on anything, feel free to reach out and we will send you in the right way of like where to watch the videos, what the Facebook groups are. Feel free to reach out. We will, we will fill you in. So um, I guess this is where we say goodbye. So thanks everyone again. And um, we will see you next time. Everybody, drop your buffs. Drop your buffs. Everybody, drop your buffs. Drop.
your buffs. Everybody drop your buffs. <laughs>